Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast. We've got the birthday edition. Andy, how was the old B day? I honestly couldn't tell you. I think that's a good. I think that's a good thing. No, it was. It was pretty cool. We got actually got a couple buddies together, drunkenly smacked some golf balls, and nice. I said, and I, I embarrassed myself pretty well. So I think that's a pretty solid success. And shout out to Dana Gardens. Honestly, shout out to Pat Cable who hooked us oh up God, with a yes. few free beers. Absolutely. You're a fucking G. You didn't respond to my tweet or anything, at least to my knowledge. I may have been too drunk. Probably. But I can't confirm, yeah. To, to my <laughs> knowledge, you did not. So I may be taking my thank you back and not reciprocating. So I may start you off with a fuck you, Pat! <laughs> Whoa! The guy that supplied us beer getting the old fuck you. I don't know about that move. But we got a pretty good show for you. I think this weekly format is working. There's just about enough stuff to talk about in a week. Um, we've got some potentially really cool news for X. We're going to talk about... Regional bubbles potentially, some some practice talk and uh, some future roster makeup, and also our bullshit hour, which will consist of favorite teams to beat. Andy, how you feel about the show? Once again, it'll be well worth the listen. We got plenty of jackassery as well as plenty of real talk. You guys choose whichever one you prefer, and <laughs> choose which one you want to pay more attention I feel to. Like it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, Very we're, few are here for both. If you're if you're here for for both, then you're probably recording this right now. JP. My man. But uh, yeah, let's get some help from the intro and we'll get to it. Alright. Here's to you, Andy Mac. start off here, Andy, with everyone's favorite topic, and that is bubbles. Feeling bubblicious right now. I love bubble I love bubble rap. I love bubble buddy. I love <laughs> bubble buddy. Like, free 25 cent lessons from SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> bring it around town. Love East. me some bubbles. Horny Big East. Uh, we stay horny around here, but t- talking bubbles, Andy, we need bubbles, man. Like, I am not about the roll it out and see what happens method. That is just not what we're about around here. Um, I saw today a lot of talk about potentially like a regional bubble, some kind of regional site where Xavier would be, or teams like Xavier would be, you know, in their little regional bubble. So you teams like Indiana, Purdue, Dayton, Cincinnati. There's quite a few in like a nice 100-mile rate, you know, radius of where Xavier's at. What, what's your thought on this? I mean, honestly, a big pro to that is we finally get our um, Ohio Cup. It'll be also include yeah, yeah, a forced Ohio Cup. And like they, they, they finally made it happen. They're forcing us to have an Ohio Cup. We've only been asking for this for ten years. I won't do it in Columbus, but I'll do it no. in Flavortown. Fla- Flavortown is that's the capital, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Flavortown, Ohio. Baby. What's what's a Columbus? Never heard of it. Ne- never heard of her. Not a fan. <laughs> uh, but I I would honestly put us in a great advantage because although it would be very tough, we have a tough strength of schedule, which we know how much the committee loves strength of schedules. Sure, like that would give us a lot of opportunity for quad one wins. Uh, because I mean, Purdue's pretty tough typically. I mean, they lost There's Matt Harms. There's tons of talent like, around this area. You could even throw like Louisville, Kentucky, Notre Dame. I mean, you could throw Ohio, Ohio State. You've got a that'd be a nasty conference. Like this tri-state area would be a disgusting conference. It's a, it's a basketball factory typically. I it mean, really is. Uh, 
on the high school on the high school side and up. I mean, outside of Kentucky, but I mean, shout out my Kentuckians. You don't really get a whole lot of high school uh, prospects that come out of Kentucky. I was three years old when I knew it was Kentuckians, by the way. But today, you didn't know, know what the plural was. Wow. Oh yeah. Well, it's, we're not just inbreds or hillbillies. We are Kentuckians. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. But like the college programs, you got Kentucky, you got Duke. I mean, North, Northern Kentucky, if you want a little mid-major to beat up on. Uh, but they, they, Duke. They've I have Duke some... in there. What, Duke? Yeah. Are you talking about elite programs? No, I'm talking about elite mid-majors. So, uh, Duke, that, there you go. <laughs> elite mid-majors, dude. Psychopath. Yeah. But I'm, I'm down for this idea, dude. I'm just down for any idea that is actually implemented. You know, like, there's all these ideas being thrown around. I just hate that the NCAA is fucking garbage. But, like... I'm down for any idea. I don't care if it's regional bubbles. I don't care if it's conference bubbles. I really don't give a shit. I just want a conference. I, I, I just want a season. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me anything. And, and we're to that point where, I mean, obviously we prefer a conference bubble because we love the Big East. We love um, playing against all the um, guys we talk shit to and talk with all day. Sure. Like, we love that. But if it means no basketball or playing Indiana or playing Notre Dame, playing Louisville, I mean, we've been, we kind of want to home and home with Louisville ever since back left. I mean, he's... I'm kind of taking some time before we. Can I get a couple of years on that? I want I want Steele to kind of get it popping before we. Right, not, yeah. Not, not I, I think Jack Harlow or anything, Chris Max boy, but. I I, th- I think that that's a, that's an agreement because Mar Good I think job. Mario jokingly said something and Mac said. Um, Mac kind of shut it down. Yeah, he said we'll we'll, we'll give it a, give it a little time, but Which I do believe bullshit. it's going to happen it's like, eventually. Mac, if you're going to recruit against us, at least play against us, right, dude? He initially he left like the first day and then starts trying to recruit Evan Brudeau against us, bro. Like. <laughs> If you're going to rec- – like, every – this was the first time, though, that a coach was, like, recruiting against Xavier straight up. We've never had that because, I mean, Sean Miller – Miller went to, to the West Coast. Uh, Mata went to a school that was just outside of our, our, yeah, our program we were, at that we point in time. Recruiting. It was 2004. We weren't yeah. in it. But, like, we're, we got to a point now where we're recruiting the same kids as Louisville. Not all the same kids, but yeah, – we're, we're not we getting those five-star guys that we're recruiting them. We crossed past quite a bit, though, so – Mac, come come play us, bro. Let's get it. What's yeah, popping? It, it is time. Like, I mean – I know you got a brand-new whip. Just hop in, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out Jack Harlow. <laughs> tell tell Chris yes, say what up. <laughs> you have something to tell us there, Cap? Are you a little no, something? Just, no, it's not even like that. I'm just kind of salty that she dragged him out of Cincinnati, but it's all good. Uh, and, and should, we start, boy. Should, should we start? Should we start booing her like Dayton fans did? Absolutely, we should. <laughs> Dude, but the fir- but can I just say the first lady of Xavier basketball greater than sign first lady of Louisville basketball. Dude, uh, Steele's got game, bro. And, and she's Horny taller than Travis Steele Twitter. Horny, oh, dude, I love that. Let's I love that. Go. HTC. Wait, oh, fuck. What we'll the get there. Fuck? HTSC. HTST. <laughs> I can't spell, man. Oh, my God. I, I can't spell. I, I can't I, spell. I, now taking co-host applications, by the way. <laughs> uh, I got canceled and fired in the same month. <laughs> love to fucking see it. But, dude, I, I think at the end of the day, we're just down for whatever can make it happen, man. Like, I want any kind of season. I'll take anything. It just thinks that the NCAA is not at the forefront of this. Like, it, it feels like they're not the ones that are taking the initiative to go do anything. But it's the conferences. Exactly. Like, the, the Big Which East is, is um, putting it, like, and that's where I think that the whole regional bubbles are not going to work is because the, uh, the NCAA will not nut up and say, hey, here's what we're going to fucking do. Like... They're leaving it up to the conferences to decide what they want to do, which I do. I kind of agree with, but we got we got to get something going. If regional makes the most sense, yep. because I mean, there's less travel, I and mean, we don't have to bring o- someone from Omaha to the East Coast to to quarantine them for a few months. 
we can keep it all keep it all with bus trips and uh, avo- avoid um, f- avoid flights, which that can spread this virus pretty pretty easily because um, you don't know where the hell those planes have been going. But yep. you can keep everything with your own transportation and not have to worry about anybody else. You can just worry about yourself and then go into your hotel bubble. Regional would make sense, but you got to get everybody on board. That is the key right That's there. That's going to be tough, especially in these states like Georgia. Like, like I feel like these down south states, they don't hate, give a fuck. Hate to say it, but like they don't even think the coronavirus is fucking real. You know what I'm saying? Like, good luck getting them to buy in on this shit. It just thinks, dude. I think, I think at this point, I, I think that things would need to be happening now. I mean, I, I think I tweeted about this this week. You know, seeing everything with like the Big Ten in football and everything that football's dealing with right now, I'm just like, God, this is gonna be us in like a month. So I'm kind of waiting for this to come. But like, what I if I'm making a prediction right now, I don't really think that any structured bubble is gonna happen. If it's just my prediction, I think what they're gonna try to do, I think that it's gonna get pushed back until after fall break, until after like Thanksgiving break. I think they're gonna push basketball back, and then I think they're gonna try to do some kind of conference season. Yeah, but I if, mean, we're not having. We um, want to have basketball for the New Year. New Year's. Like, no, absolutely not. 20, 20 basketball is over. Like, it's done. Yeah, but it's I think they're going to try to roll the ball out and do conference season. But I think if there's any kind of major hiccup, it's over. I mean, which which that, is just that would be stupid. great for us. Like, like, which is just dumb, dude. Like, like It's just stupid to me. Like, Let's just roll the ball. It's like baseball and football. Like, Let's just roll the ball and see what happens. It's that is like, true. Yeah, baseball really just threw it out there. It really and... did, dude. And it's like it's okay so far. And I, I think it has a chance. But why do that when you can just do a bubble and it'd be fine? You know, like, why not do the NBA method? The NBA no is doing it perfect. They had months to plan it out. No doubt. And it's like, I look at these MLB standings, and I'm like, Team A has played six games, and Team B's played 19. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like someone's going to have to catch up, and... and it's like, and it's, how are you going to line up the NCAA tournament if certain teams aren't even getting games? Like, imagine, like, X, let's say a kid on X gets, gets Corona, and by the time the NCAA tournament comes around, like, UConn is, let's say, 12 and 10. And X is like five and three. You know what I mean? Like, how do you grade that? There, ha- I feel like there has to be a minimum number of games to be played. There has to, but that fucks you over, which is bullshit. You know, like and just do a fucking bubble, but it's not gonna happen. So I- I've already reached the point in my mind where I know it's not gonna fucking happen, and I've accepted it. I'm just pissed about it, and I just pray to God that you know no one gets corona. That's all. That's all you can do is hope. I and mean, health is gonna take a whole new meaning this year. Oh, we're always talking yeah. about like we need to be injury free. Now we need our lungs to. Uh, to stay healthy. Exactly. I, I think I've covered my part of the bubble if you don't have anything else on it. And I honestly, I do believe it can happen, but... It like, just won't. They're not going to make a move. Like, we know the NCAA. Well, um, we, had, we had a show last week where we talked about everything needs to happen right now, and then, like, two days later, uh, the Big East saying, like, they, they had a couple different ideas, and the media was all over it. Like, they're, they're working hard on it, so I think that confirms that the Big East listens to the Roll Blob podcast. So you are welcome, everybody, for getting that started. Biggie's listens to the Roll Blob Block, the Roll, Roll Blob Podcast confirmed. Like, there's really no other explanation. <laughs> Holy shit, that's hard to say fast. <laughs> hey, you, you you named this. <laughs> this is fair. <laughs> you brought this on yourself, player. <laughs> that I did. Don't play yourself at DJ Khaled. All right, let's talk a little bit of practice notes, and I'm gonna be blunt. I think I'm stealing this from Musketeer Report. But word out of practice is that. Colby Jones has been the most impressive freshman. Not most impressive based on what they were supposed to be, but most impressive in general, which I find to be kind of surprising because of what Dewan Odom is. Because Dewan Odom's like a legit stud. Like, so Xavier's had, like, one out of every four years, we get like a legit stud out of, out of high school. Trayvon was one, you know, like, Najee was one, even Paul was. But, like, 
Dwan's one of those kids, Des Wells. Dwan Odom's one of those kids you get one out of every two, three, four years. It's like a legit stud out of high school. And so for Colby Jones to be out playing him this early or to be this impressive over Dwan Odom this early is really, really impressive. Apparently he's shooting the hell out of the ball. Which is very shocking because that was like, not necessarily shocking, but. That was his like, one weakness. That, that's what they, that, that was his knock. That's. So that's not, he's not supposed to be the guy that's going to be able to shoot. So if he can add that to his game, he could be as impactful as Juan Odom was. And like we talked about last week, like be that freshman Najee Marshall, and he can honestly be better than that. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he keeps improving, at, he's going to do all the little things too. Like I'm excited for Colby Jones, really smart kid. Could have gotten into Stanford 4.0. Super Work, works very hard, very hard. He's not going to he's not going to take dumb shots, but I need him to shoot though. You know, if and, he's open and you need him to be, you need him to be a weapon. And another thing is he's coachable. Like, uh, like when Steele is down there um, offering that drill after he said that, Coach, I don't need to shoot outside. Yeah. Like, he listened to Steele like, hey, that's going to help. And then he worked on it and really improved that part of his the game. The shooting stroke has apparently improved a lot. And that's what people were saying is, like, if his if he was a shooter coming out of high school, X wouldn't have had a chance to get him. Like he, he would It'd be him. way out of because our league, which, thank God, you didn't shoot till now. I know, absolutely. And then Ben Stanley apparently is impressing as well, just getting comments of, like, even bigger and stronger and tankier than we were even expecting. So, I mean, that, that can't He's going to clean that glass. That, he might just like, clean that glass and eat it. Like, <laughs> that can't be a bad thing. So, some good notes out of out of, uh, out of practice real quick. And also, and, one, another thing I heard is Nate Johnson is ooh, being a leader. My boy. Like, I'm, I'm a big Nate Johnson guy. I've been saying it let oh, it be you know that I started him. the Nate Johnson standship. Let it be know. It was it was right here. Hop on board though. Uh, Nate Nate Johnson train was started by Captain Xavier. You know who he is. <laughs> Most famous person right. you ever met. <laughs> Most famous person I've ever met until I meet Nate Johnson. <laughs> until you meet Nate Johnson, or literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but for like he apparently he's been a leader. Like he he calling people out if if they're not working hard enough. And like he even uh, called Colby Johnson, I mean, uh, not CJ Wilcher, out on Twitter earlier this week about being close to not touching a line during a during a drill. Like yeah. he, he's he's keeping his eye on these young guys and making sure they are doing things right and they are growing and improving themselves. And it's, I'm very excited for the fact that he and Colby are going to be going up and battling for minutes. I was talking to Season about that earlier, and I mean he made that great point that love that. Game. Uh, like they're going to be battling for minutes, which is only going to be even. It's all, it's only going to help Colby because yep. Nate Johnson. I mean, he's like he's. I think he's, he's got the starting spot. Yeah, spot. I, I think I, I think those too. minutes are his. Um, but if he's got, they're, um, his to lose. they're they're definitely his to lose. And Colby, he keeps improving. He's going to be right breathing down his neck, which which is only going to make. Or unless um, Odom is too good to sit. Sorry, what? Or unless Odom is too good to sit. Yeah. Odom might just be too good to put on the bench. Right. And, and and that might be the case, which is a great problem to have. Absolutely. So I but mean, even I, still though, you can go strong with like an eight man rotation. Once you, you get in like the nine ten range, it gets tough. But like eight dudes can get a lot of minutes. I, I don't. I honestly think you need because we've had we've had the seven man rotations and we've gone we've been nit bound both times. Right. Like so, we yeah, I think enough. we need depth because our guys do get tired. Right? and then especially guys that might not be as mentally tough, which I'm hoping that changes. But like we talked about Paul Scruggs, like when he gets into foul trouble. He gets like he kind of loses it mentally to have a guy have guys that can have guys that can come in off the bench to relieve him and kind of give breaks and let him clear like uh, clear his mind and gather himself and we don't 
take a huge step back on the floor while he's not in there, that can be huge. And it's like last the last few seasons, we had four really good players, but not much behind them. That's like, that, that that is a, an absolute fact. Like uh, I mean, as much as we love Elias Harden, he he's not going to be <laughs> the pride and joy the, the, of Georgetown, Kentucky now. Is that where he is? Yep, he transferred to a school in Georgetown, Kentucky. Jesus. The Fighting Elias Hardens of Georgetown. Fighting Elias. So, he's a Georgetown Tiger. And Georgetown doesn't get a lot of four-star recruits, believe it or not. <laughs> Either Georgetown. They fight over three stars. <laughs> St. John's and Georgetown wrestling so over three stars. Georgetown, Kentucky, Georgetown, Kentucky's recruiting better than Georgetown, D.C. Exactly. And that is, I, I think we can confirm that. So, I will say it. I will say it. Georgetown, Kentucky's going to win a national championship for Georgetown uh, University. I'm gonna say it right Stamped now. It. Yep, it's 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 good happening. To, good to go. Yeah, robot <laughs> podcast. Yeah, confirmed. And then we got a little bit of news, man. We got a future cast for Deshaun Holt to X. That um, was the biggest news I've heard all from day. From a guy that has, I think, 87 and a half percent accuracy. A guy from Georgia that potentially might know more than we do. Um, his name's Dan McDonald. He might have a little bit more of knowledge than we do. Which I, I don't know. We're pretty plugged in, Andy. I mean, I, I mean, we read the Nuggets, so here's it to the streets. <laughs> I mean. And people come, call us a source now, so... Pretty much a source. But I'm hearing that this one isn't like a commitment tomorrow kind of deal. It was just kind of like a, the the pieces kind of fit and he sees it happening, especially with the Juwan Odom connection. You right. Know, they play and in high school together. Jonas Hayes is Jonas working Hayes. the seat of Georgia. If you're, in, if you're in Georgia and Jonas Hayes targets you, you might as well just enroll. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean I, I'm buying your jersey already. Yeah, like, why wait? Yeah, I'm already considering you a future Xavier legend. I've, I've, I've said it many times. Jonas Hayes is a godsend. Dude, he's the GOAT. Dude. Absolute godsend. And one thing that it really shows how personable and how well of a relationship he builds with these young guys. He relates to them, and he just makes them feel so comfortable, and he just knows that area and can relate to them so well that he is just working the seat of Georgia. And I love to see it. Absolute work, dude. Dude's got some wheels, too, man. You see him running from that deer? Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) That dude, I I mean, he he might be up there with Kiki. (laughs) (laughs) That first step, dude. Quick, he's explosive. Maybe he did the insanity. Maybe he did. Maybe, you know, like we we got, we got on the we got on the coaches a little bit uh, for kind of slacking off in there. So we've heard. Obviously, we can't see it, but so we've heard they've been slacking off. But it, it's clear that Jonas was not one of them. Jonas was not one. Dante was, but Jonas was not. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Dante. Say it ain't so. No way, Ben Johnson did it. No <laughs> chance on earth, Ben Johnson did that fucking insanity. You heard Shanti's voice for the first like five minutes. Did five push-ups. Was like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> no, no. I ain't doing uh, this shit. Who I'll wants let, a burrito? I'll let the young bucks do this. Hit the recruit. I don't even care if you're doing insanity. Just get some recruits. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. So, but but man, if we can get to Sean Holt, bro, three and that would just complete the class. Incredible classes in a row, and I want wings, dude. You want wings? Dale you want Doback, them bone bro. in? I want these fucking wings, man. Dad, I want wings. <laughs> not enough, Dad. What do you mean it's not enough for wings? <laughs> you don't need wings, <laughs> oh, dude. We need wings, man. I, dude, I've always loved wings. Not, not the just the food. Yes, the food, but wings and jerseys—they're so fucking versatile, man. Like Najee could have legit played the two through the four. Des Wells could have legit played the two through the four. They just can fill so many gaps that you don't have. You know what I mean? Like Colby Jones is gonna be able to play so many positions. Like, I just always love wings, man. You can just fill them in so many different spots. And it's just nice to have length, man. And it, I'm honestly really hoping that Elijah Tucker can 
become one of those wings. Yeah, end up being a three. Like, like, because I mean, he's got defensively, he can guard the three. He's got those long arms, uh, so like he's very capable of guarding a guard. Uh, and so if he can develop a little bit more of a shot yep. and be able to um, just yeah. play more like a guard, he can become one of those hybrid hybrid wings and play the three and the four, four while Colby Jones can play the two through the like the two and the three. Exactly, man. If you can slide Q to the or if you can slide Colby to the two, man, that's cool. You are bro. that is a that is, that is a size. lineup. Yeah, that is a fucking lineup, which you might kind of need. And, and, I, and I think Colby Jones, especially, is such a good defender. But it's just gonna be nice to have some of those longer dudes because we're gonna have shorter guards. I mean, we are. Yeah, I mean, oh, Odom and Tandy aren't like the traditional what we've had the last like. Five no, I mean years. they're under six foot, aren't they? I mean they're listed as like, I think, like I think, six one. I think but... Dwan Odom's legit six, and with Dwan, I don't think of him as short because he's like he's he got long arms and, and he's just got a ridiculous vertical. Like he plays long, you know. Like I, I think he plays longer than Dandy. I think like. He I don't does, know, which I don't I mean, know Tandy's someone that dunked over a seven foot two guy. It's so. true, but like I don't like, think Tandy plays long on defense. Like Dwan Odom, no. like will spike stuff off the backboard. Yeah, you know? like, he he can really get up there. Like watching yeah. him on film, especially on defense, like I think he's six three just because of how he plays. You know, but like with Tandy, I look at him, I'm like, okay, he's like five ten. You yeah. know what I mean? I I think five ten might be a that that might be might be a gift. But he's quick as hell and he has a ridiculous vert. But like I, I think Dwan Odom plays yeah, long. I, and like. They're not going to have any issue offensively. Like, oh. we, we know for a fact that Tandy can attack the rim. He can stop and pop whenever he wants, and he's got he's ridiculous on the outside. Right. Like, and he is like, he can get hot at any moment. So we are not concerned about, at all but about him nice offensively. Size around him. You just you just got to you got to get some length, get some help defense out there because I mean he's not going to be able to like he doesn't have that long reach that that Dwan doesn't especially uh not like relatively not with like Paul Scruggs. Paul Scruggs. Paul Scruggs is a freak wingspan wise, man. Good he's got Lord. He's a he's a fucking pterodactyl. He can touch his toes without bending over, man. But like, I think it's kind of interesting looking at looking at what we've got because you've got a three year recruiting stretch that you could fill an entire roster. You know, so it's kind of interesting looking down the line of what you're going to have because essentially Deontay Miles is a freshman this year. He and that was much needed. Daniel that was a Randy much freshman this year. Did, did he did he end up reg- medical redshirting? Red I'm hearing he's getting his redshirt. Really? He didn't play. Uh, he, I know he barely played at all. I heard that they could apply for the redshirt at any time. But they, they were essentially saying, I've heard the staff essentially sees him as a freshman too. Like they said they can apply for that redshirt at any time. I think he's going to need it. I don't think Deont- I don't think you're going to get more than three years out of Deontay. That's just me. And but that means that essentially <laughs> you have a class coming in of Deontay, Daniel Ramsey, CJ Wilcher, Colby Jones, Dewan Odom. That is, like, that's a lineup. That's a, that's five, a full, that's a full, full lineup. lineup. Then you haven't seen that since uh, Najee Marshall's freshman year. Absolutely not. And then your younger players on the roster already are Kiki Tandy and Zach Fremantle. And two all Big East, fresh, Big East all freshmen. Like, they look like they're both going to be studs. And, and like they've, they've got full years of experience. And, I mean, I guess Tandy didn't come in until the end of non-conference season. But I mean, he's he had a he had a full year of all Big East, Big East all freshmen play. And so he's gotten a lot more comfortable. And he's been working his ass off over the offseason where – he can be a legitimate point guard out there now. He could, he could end up being your leading scorer this year. And honestly, sign me up. He'd be like my second. I'm going to take Paul Scruggs if I had to pick one, but he would be my second pick. And Fremantle's not that far behind. And, and it's, There's going to get so many looks. And now that uh, Kiki's comfortable having the ball in his hands, because last year he really wasn't, which kind of held him back right. as far as like scoring, because he'd get the get rid of the ball pretty quickly if if he didn't have an open shot immediately. But now then we're going to need to handle the ball. Like he's going to have to find his fit. I think I think he got that message because sure. I mean Paul, we don't want Paul Scruggs. Uh, it's not that we don't want Paul Scruggs running the point, but he's so much better at the two. We need him at the two. Right, and the we, three. He's just, like 
he just needs himself to be at the two because he's so much better off the ball because we want we want him to get a quick pass and and drive or take a shot. We don't want him being the one passing right now. Yeah, he's our only like system experience wing that we have, so we need him on the wing. But it's, it's just interesting, man, with all the length you're looking at. And then the following class, you have Cesar Edwards. You've got um, what's the new kid's name? I'm sorry, Elijah Tucker. Elijah and, Tucker, and, and you've got Conkle, Conkle, and Ben Stanley. And then on top of that, maybe another wing. So that could be yeah. five dudes for 2021. So you're just bringing in a lot. And you look at like what you're looking at compared to what Steele had the first couple of years. It is almost a complete opposite of what you'll see, let's say, in 2022. We have 12 shooters out there. Like, ben insane. Stanley might be the only non-shooter. And not even shooters. Like, guys that, like, that's their specialty. Like, yes. CJ Wilchers, Kunkels, like, that is what they do. Kiki Tandy, like, that is what they're brought in to do. You know, and it's going to give us. I mean, we can never predict someone to be Trayvon Blue. That's just unfair. No, um, but it it can kind of give us those vibes of that one seed team, of I mean, working the ball around, actually spacing the floor, and you who knows who's going to take the shot. Like exactly. last but that's year, that's what you want, man. Last year you knew Najee Marshall is more than likely taking a shot. Mm-hmm. This like you will have no idea. Like because if um. Like, because if Trayvon ever went for seven, JP was going off for 18. That was the most beautiful right. offense I've ever seen in my entire life. It was gorgeous, and that's the offense that Steele wants to run. That's And that's clear that he's like he wants those shooters. And I think Steele not only is going for shooting and skill, but I think he's going for IQ, and I think he's going for for culture guys. He's, he's, a, like, he's a big brand, big... He's uh, a huge culture the, Between dude. the head dude. And it kind of interests me, because I think Mac... And I'm not trying to diss Mac or anything. I, I loved Coach Mac. But I think he was more ego-driven than Steele is. I think Steele is a lot more team concept, a lot more all-for-one kind of concept. Because I think that I think that JP, as much as we love JP, JP is an ass. Oh, he and is, that's but why he we needed love to be JP. an ass. Like, but I think that JP was almost the perfect epitome of Chris Mack on the floor. You know, like, I think he's what Chris Mack was. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like He's a troll. He'll do anything face, to get he's in your a head. Troll, he's gonna, but he's going to compete his ass off. And I think that Dewan Odom will kind of be what Steele is. Very, very team-oriented, kind of stays to him. I, th- I think that Steele is just kind of recruiting his personality. You know what I'm saying? I think he's recruiting IQ. I think he's recruiting team concept. I think he's recruiting all those things. Um, whereas Mac was kind of getting uh, maybe a little bit more of like a Jordan Crawford type. You know, like I'm going to go get a bucket and I'm a little more cocky. I think it's just I think you're going to see a different brand a little bit where you know classy vibes you know we used to just dunk on people at the end of games I don't think that steals thing you know what I'm saying so oh, I think for but sure. I think the program will start to take shape into who Steele is I, with Colby Jones you know 4.0 could have gotten into Stanford I think he's like a Josh Hart light going to do all the little things I think I think that's what Steele is trying to go get and, and he brought in Dwan Odom who I mean he is one of the most focus driven guys that I think I've ever heard speak. He's like, he about is so as mature. modern as you could possibly be. I mean, he was a high school junior, just like always tweeting about Xavier, like always. Uh, you know, like being that bought in is pretty incredible. He, he's been all about Xavier before his junior year of high school. Right. And that is just awesome. Like, it, I'm so sad. I'm not used to having to wait for commits to get here for so long. Exactly. Like, he honestly committed so early that I thought he was a senior when he first committed. I know, me too. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to decommit, especially with that good of a recruit, too. And, but he he has bought in. He is, he's excited to be here. He loves to be here, and I think he just truly loves this program already. Right. And I'd, it's, it's, it's really cool. I think Steel's just going to be recruiting guys like that culture, guys. And I think you look at the roster now and what I would see, you know, let's say when Zach Fremantle's a, a senior you know, and Kiki's a senior. Like, the roster, I think, is going to be primarily shooting. I think ball, hand, ball handling and passing will be a secondary. And then you just look at length and versatility. 
like the Cesar Edwards of the world, the Colby Jones. I think we're going to get another wing in this class. You look at Elijah Tucker, like that's just a lot of length and versatility and dudes that have skill at that kind of length. Like, it's like Cesar Edwards still freaks me out. The things that he can do as a six foot ten junior, like he's I, 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 st- long. I still like cream myself at the fact that he hits <laughs> step back threes. I was not ready for cream. I wasn't horny enough. That's on me. But like, step up your game, I bro. Know, bro. I, you I know, know who you're talking to. I know. I'm on the I'm on the horny Big East Mount Rushmore. And I wasn't even ready. That's that's on me, man. I got to step my game up. But it's just it's int- like I think you're just in Deontay Miles, dude. Like I think I just think there's a lot of potential, and I think there's just depth, dude. Like you have a legit. 13 dudes coming in that are all dudes, you know, like every single dude is like a recruit that you would be stoked about. And we have been stoked. Like we've been going crazy. Right. And people, people been hearing us. Like, I mean, we've almost been as loud as UConn every time we get a recruit. Fuck you, UConn. Uh, Yeah, we know. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to get into that. We, we, we are very well aware. Fuck you, UConn. Uh, But like said, like we, we've been, Every bit of excited for all these guys, and we have so such high hopes for them. Like we, we're getting very high potential guys. They may not be like you know the top, all the top one hundred guys, but they have such a high ceiling, and they're gonna buy in. But most of them are top one hundred guys at Georgetown. <laughs> have fun wrestling over three stars with Dayton and fucking St. John's. Imagine being in a recruiting <laughs> battle with VCU. Hate to fucking see it, man. Welcome to college basketball, Pat. I love Pat, though. I'm not trying to talk shit to Pat, but welcome to college basketball. It ain't Hoya Paranoia anymore. No, it is not. It's not 1984 I love shitting on Georgetown. God, who doesn't, dude? It's the fucking best. So, shall we get to the jackassery, my dude? I think it's always time for the jackassery. So, if anybody listening to it, about a half hour of real talk, I think it's time for the bullshit. Go to bed, Mom. It's time for the bullshit. Ah, fellas, good morning. Let's go. <laughs> good horny. Good horny. <laughs> it's like that Justin Timberlake song where he's like, gentlemen, good night. Ladies, good, good morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it feels like when we go to the jackassery part. <laughs> Ladies, I know this is the, mo- I know this is the whole morning. reason you're here. That's why we put it at the end. We need to snag that bit just put that in there. <laughs> I, I, I'll find it. I'll go find it. Make it happen. <laughs> Ladies, good morning. <laughs> good morning. All right, so the topic we got on the docket tonight is our favorite Big East teams to beat. And I think this is a pretty damn good one. Uh, I, I'm glad I thought about that in the in the shower one day and thought that'd be a good topic. <laughs> in the shower. I do, I'm thinking just, about horny Big East Twitter in the shower. Dude, I'm always thinking about horny in the shower. Mommy! You know me, bro. Who's not? All right, so favorite Big East teams to beat. All right, on to our horny Big East rankings. And per usual, we're going to go in reverse order normally because it's more climatic to do the number one team last. So in 10th, obviously, I have DePaul. Because beating DePaul is like, it's like when you have to spank your kid or something like that. Or like when your dog is bad. You have to scold him. It's like, I don't enjoy doing it. It's just something I got to do. Something I got to do. It has to be done. I know. I don't like doing it at all. It gives and me no pleasure. It gives me no pleasure at all, DePaul. I freaking love you so much. I hope DePaul goes 18-2 and two every conference season. Every single one. I want to be everybody else. I love you so much. You've done nothing wrong, and I love you. But, uh, yeah, dude, DePaul, it's tough to beat you, man. I'm not going to lie to you. We do it a lot. <laughs> we do it a lot. <laughs> and um, So, I actually hit, threw a little bit of a, an honorable mention in there. I, I have an 11th. The team I go. hate losing to the most is, the like, I cannot stand 
I hate beating our fucking selves. <laughs> it's the fucking worst, man. Like, knowing that you have... You should have won that game, and you're the much better team, but you shoot yourself in the foot with stupid fouls, stupid turnovers, dumbass shots. Uh, and we did it quite a bit last year and the year before. We just could not stop beating ourselves. Our fucking selves comes in at 11th. At 10th, I agree with you, Cap, DePaul. But I kind of agree with you for a different reason. And, you know, I stand DePaul. I love... I love their fan base. Uh, they're a lot of fun, but I really don't enjoy beating them because it's something that we're just supposed to do. Yeah, like, it's exactly. not really an accomplishment. So yeah, like, yeah, if, if like beating DePaul just means you didn't lose to DePaul. Like, yeah, of course, every conference win is good. It means a lot. Like, you need your conference wins. <laughs> it's not really what it helps like, you, but it's a loss that would kill you. Right. Yeah. You need you yeah. need it to happen, but like, you can't be like, all right, guys, we just wrecked a Paul. Yeah. yeah. So did St. John's. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. like, so, um, I have I have DePaul as my least favorite team to beat. It is not exclusive. You are you are not special because you beat DePaul. So at ninth, I've got the team that literally never beat Xavier, and that's St. John's. Like, don't get me wrong, it's nice to just kick St. John's ass for the, whatever, 13th time in a row, but it doesn't feel special. You know what I'm saying? Like, it never feels special beating St. John's. I can't think of one St. John's victory that stuck out to me, and we're 11-0 against them in conference. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the thing, we're 11-0 against St. John's, and I can't think of one victory that stuck out to me. Uh, I mean, it's like an Alabama, uh, it's like an Alabama citizen banging his sister. Like, you just do it so often, it gets boring after a while. Uh, so... It's just, like, it's it's really, just, like, it's really, like, don't get me wrong, it's great. You don't get me wrong, like, I hope we go 50-0 against St. John's, but it just doesn't stick out. Right, like, it's not like, okay, yeah, we beat St. John's again. Like, yeah. it's it's just something that you're used to doing. Like, you need to spice it up a little bit more, you know? Beat them by 50. Yeah. Or have some incredible play go down. Like, just spice it up in the bedroom a little bit. There we go. All right, my ninth one is Georgetown. Oh, God. Like, so, I mean, oh. <laughs> it just doesn't oh, mean much. No. Like, yeah, we beat Georgetown Next after half the their podcast, team leaves. We'll have a co-host, co-host boxing match. It's going to go down. Uh, buy your tickets, 69 cents a piece. Honestly, like, we can sell some tickets. Like, get a little mud in there. Dude. Uh, we, can, we can make some money. We can do a live, we can do a, yeah, a live stream. All right, but we'll, we'll talk details, though, people. I mean, you're about twice my size, so I'm pretty sure I'd get eaten. So <laughs> I'm really fat. <laughs> I'm super fat. I'd be knocked out in about four <laughs> seconds, so I'm not really a fighter. I'm Confirmed. more of a tweeter. Cap is fat as shit. Keyboard, keyboard, well, <laughs> Cap, Cap fat shaming himself? Confirmed. Cap's a fat fuck. And you're, I'm the one that just ate a burrito. Good dude, that looks fucking delicious. It, it was fucking delicious. Anyway. Uh, so, nine, Georgetown. Doesn't really mean much. We do it so often, and they're uh, such a fucking mess right now. I would agree so. with you two years ago. They're, they're a mess. So, like, what does it mean? I like, know. we we beat Georgetown, and uh, I know we talk yeah, shit we about beat them all Georgetown the time. on the road in front of nineteen hundred people. Like, big fucking whoop, <laughs> dude. Their arena is always a ghost town. Desert. Every time we play at Georgetown on the road, it is fucking dead. And I know we're not building over <laughs> anything, but like, you would think like. I mean, we've been good in conference. We've been the second best team in the Big East. Like you would think, you'd show up, and most of the time we're ranked. Like you would think you, that that'd be a game you'd want to win. But yeah. I guess Georgetown doesn't care about basketball. They, they just don't care. I mean, their their arena is what I expected this podcast to be. Just speaking to nobody. Yeah, talking to the abyss. And that, that's that, that, that's what horny. like Georgetown's gonna excel this year because they're so used to playing in front of nobody. <laughs> I know it's gonna be perfect for them. <laughs> so they're gonna be, feel right at home. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the bubble. The environment's just so trash. And it just like, are we really at home? Like, much. are we literally in our arena? I'm thrown off. Stupid ass George, bro. <laughs> Oh All right, bro, who's your eight? All right, bro, at eight, I've got the Marquette fighting. I don't know what their nickname is. Uh, the Golden um, Beagles. Golden Beagles. They used to be like the Warriors, right, or something like that? I think they changed um, their nickname. No, ooh, I think they were the Cream Pies for a little bit. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I forgot about the Cream Pies. Marquette is like that team, so like whenever I'm thinking of like listing all the Big East teams in my head, they're always the team I forget. Like I'm always like, what's that one team I'm missing? It's always Marquette. They're just like really forgettable to me because – well, I mean, we the have last no two seasons with them. have been different. They're just like, bleh. like they're just they they're not that good, but they're not that bad. They're just Marquette. But the only reason I like beating them now, and the reason they're over St. John's, is because I just love seeing that look on Wojo's face as he's taking an L. Like I just love seeing him spaz out, and it's just fun sticking it to Wojo. And they've actually had X's number the last couple of years, which I've it, kind of forgotten about. It's so aggravating the fact that Wojo is the only coach that um, Steel has not beaten yet. And now like, it's, it's fucking Wojo. Because we were wearing our we were wearing our running man blues at home. Gorgeous. That actually that color scheme was sick. Them in their yellows and us in our running man blues. That, that was a, that was such a nice game. Dope. I feel like we should have we should have won that game, but the houses really went good, off. We played really the houses went off. So now it's kind of personal. Like we don't just take L's in our running man blues and like lie yeah, yeah. down. I so I took it personal. So I, I took it personal. Like, we're com- we're coming to get it. So just so you know. The fighting well, Joe. So yeah, like, the this, like this year, it'll like it, when we beat them this year, it'll be like it, it'll mean a little more than it, than it typically does. But usually, it's like Marquette. They they have no they have no talent, and the talent they do have, they waste. Exactly. Like it's it just does not feel like we really accomplished something. So that's why I have them so low, but I have them above Georgetown because of how much we have struggled against them the last two years. Yep. So, believe it or not, Marquette got jumped up yeah. to the eighth spot. I, I know. <laughs> Huge jump. But I feel like that was probably a jump. And now I'm entering an entirely different tier here as I'm going into my number seven. So, everything up until now was just like, bleh. You know what I mean? <laughs> we won. Now you're entering a new tier. My seven is Seton Hall. And I, I would love to have them higher, but the teams above them are just so much more fun to beat. Because I low-key love Seton Hall. Seton Hall is probably one of my top three favorite Big East teams just because of Good sex in the Big East and Lone, <laughs> if you call Lone's wins them so many and, points. And the Sex and Hall graphic. Like, they're just, they're, there's so many things in their favor. Like, they're really horny. Uh, they, they, like, to, for them to move down I know. on our favorite list, they have to really mess up. They've got to do a lot wrong because they, they're stacking. They're, the, L's, the, the W's are piling up right now. Like, the W's are definitely piling up. But they're normally just pretty decent. You know what I mean? Especially the last, like, Three or four years, they've been pretty damn good. So no, it was just a big win. You know what I mean? If you if you can, of course, you can get them. And by itself, the JP dunk, like that game will always will always just be a game that's one of my favorite just Ws of all time. So that by itself was just so much fun. It sticks out in my mind that it's Seton Hall's definitely fun to beat. Oh yeah, and I kind of feel the way about my my seven seed. Uh, I mean, I had I have Providence there. Okay. Where like the past couple the past year that like last year that was a huge win I was so excited uh, when we beat them uh, when we beat them at ho- at home and I was actually supposed to be there and I was very disappointed I was fuck you UConn probably no, UConn's fault it, it not. definitely was UConn's fault gotta be so yeah fuck you UConn yeah fuck you UConn di- like why do you keep me from Providence games I- <laughs> who I, really, I almost I almost asked that same question like, like I why would I go watch, why would I want to go watch Xavier play themselves what's a Providence yeah exactly. Like, pro- oh, can I say something about Providence? Yeah, of course you can. Like, we, we can always blame Providence. I mean, there's always time for that. Yeah. Like, 
if you ever think about the state they're in, like Providence, Rhode Island, it's not even a fucking island. <laughs> it's, it's a so peninsula. So stupid. Like, so welcome to Providence Road Peninsula. Can we get our ass beaten by you today? And your biggest rivals in the A10. Like, and they, remember, they, they, little, they literally talk shit to Rhode Island. I remember my first beer. And, like, grow up. I mean, to be uh, fair, they're the only team in their own state. And Rhode Island is, I know. The only other team in their own state. But still, like, you don't need to have an in-state rival. I mean, Ohio State, they're... they're um, but at least like, Ohio State's like a, a worthy about. opponent, though. Like, Rhode Island's just Rhode Island. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State and Michigan, like, you gotta find, find someone in, your, in a different state. Like, still, still care about beating UConn. Still... Like, even though they went down to a mid-major. Good luck with that. Like, <laughs> I'm still, so, UConn's going to run train on Providence. I know, but like, they, they, that should be their main rival, not this, road this fucking island. This is the island. only year that Providence has a shot of beating UConn. And like, I, I agree with that. If they ever want to beat UConn, do it this year, because you're about to get fucking But it's destroyed. like, UC still talks shit to us, even though we completely run that rivalry. So, like, have that same mentality. Be UC, Providence. Don't swoop down. So just take a bunch of L's? T- if you didn't, like... But Just don't least, talk shit to mid majors. At least have a worthy opponent. Yeah. I, at least have a worthy rival. Yeah. Like at least I mean UC has sucked recently, but at least they're a big name. They used to be good. Yeah. Like I mean Rhode Island, like they're their and peak UC was like the twenty. Is in our face seat. enough to where they deserve all our bullshit? Right. This, I, if, and, is we, there, and they used to be good. Like yeah. there, there was a time that they were good. At, at one point last century, they were good. So, like, <laughs> it's been fifteen <laughs> years, but they used to be good. And so, and they they still have that goal for them. Rhode Island, like they're still building, and they're in the eighties. They ever been good? Like I think they have. A, they've had a couple good years. They had a dude named Lamar Odom. Yeah, they did. Lamar, Lamar Kardashian. They had but a then Kardashian. again, Tennessee State had this guy named Robert Covington. So, but like Rhode Island, dude. Like, are you? I mean, it is problems. So, and again, it's not even a fucking island. <laughs> Get it right. So stupid. All right, that's that's my rant about Providence. That's that's, the, that's that's just gonna be a segment rant about Providence. Yeah, I'm always uh, down for some rants against Providence. We'll make time. But like, uh, as far as like playing them, it's like it, it means it's it's typically a good win because they're typically pretty good and their fan base talks some bullshit. So it it always feels good. But recently we've just been better. Yeah. So they have they have not been like dominant like consistently at the top of the biggies they've been consistently like the middle of the pack and never really like outside of the one year they actually like made it to the when they uh, were biggies good. championship that one yeah. year they were good when they did something in the month Dunn. of march yeah, they that, were good once that, that Chris Dunn bed mental team was really good that team was but good. like consistently they're they middle of the pack they were good. middle of the pack they don't do anything did they win any tournament games though are you kidding me what is this 1999 like do i look like i'm 5 <laughs> 1999. 1999. Cap, I'm gonna have like Xavier has 20 plus NCAA tournament wins. If you were going to ask stupid questions like that, I'm gonna need to need a new. I mean, it was adorable. Oh, true. true. We're boxing next week, so yeah. (laughs) Wait, we can do the prelims right now. We talk shit three. Honestly, whoever's listening to this, um, get your applications in now because I will probably die from one punch. (laughs) Shut the fuck. I'll go lefty. (laughs) Wait, that's 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 your jerk off arm. Why why would that help me? I switch hit, so. Oh, okay. Either way, you're fine. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, that, that's my seven. Very solid, my man. In the six piece, I'm looking at the Creighton Blue Jays. Okay. And uh, they're I I would love to put them a little bit higher, but the other teams are just really fun to whoop up on. But this this is the area though where these teams are. This is a fun win. Yeah, I mean beating Creighton's really really good. And in Creighton, there I always think of the birdie boiler from Lion King. 
He's like, do 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 up to the birdie boiler. I don't know why I always makes me think of the birdie boiler for some fucking reason. So I like that gif of fucking Zazu going in the fucking boiler to look like a fucking blue jay. <laughs> but Hyena's just fucking walking him into the fucking boiler. And two, it's also just a good win. Their arena's always fucking jumping. And then two, we are two just schools full of Big East legends. You know, I always remember the time that the Big East legend, David West, when it comes to the Big East legend, Kyle Korver, just some classic battles. That game was an all time classic. Classic. So there's definitely just like the old school we've all been we've been Big East legends for a long time, us in Creighton. You know? We go way back. We do really go way back. Like and their their team and I'll I'll touch into this uh, a little later. Um, when I when I get to them, so, uh, but like we just have such a long history with them. It just it feels like we've always been in the same league. We kind of traveled yeah. and gone through this journey together. Uh, except we win in the tournament. Except we actually do something in the tournament <laughs> and don't make. I think any they have won two sixteen like since like ever ever. Yeah, they. Uh, I, th- I think I saw. Um, yeah, their last elite eight happened. Uh, their only elite eight happened while Hitler was. Um, invading Yugoslavia. Big Hitler guys, that crazy. big Hitler guys. Oh, wow. uh, it's like it's like as as Hitler takes over, they do too. And I think they have like one Sweet Sixteen in like so it's the like seventy five. Yeah, like, I think they made a Sweet Sixteen like in like the eighties or nineties or something. The, the like, Reds were winning a World Series the last time Creighton was in a Sweet Sixteen. That dates it right there. So that that Yikes. just shows how long it's been. You have no room to ever talk to me. So um, I right, say so that was your sixth, correct? Correct, sir. All right, my sixth, I got St. John's. Now, I did vault them. Like, this is them being jumped up. Okay. Uh, because recently, like, they're kind of in the same uh, boat as DePaul. Like, we're supposed to beat them. I and mean, we've beaten them 11 times in a row. It really, it just gets stale. Exactly. Like, I mean, you got to spice things up in the bedroom like I talked about before. I've heard that. It's just, like, and I, 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 they, I keep hearing that, and I just don't really change anything. So, <laughs> any ladies out there, don't even waste your time. Um, it, it's gonna be great the first We're five men. times. <laughs> We're men, like and Tom Brenneman. Oh God, <laughs> We're not even gonna get into him today. Cancel Tom Brenneman. Cancel. Uh, you thought it's I the, was canceled. It's the best things ever happened to Andy Pickerello. Like, like all the attention's going on. I Tom am Brenneman. no longer the most canceled. Like Tom Brenneman legitimately needs to be canceled. Anybody who doesn't know what happened. Tom Brenneman on the Reds broadcast today said the F word and it was not four letters. Yes, it was. It was the worst F. The, the F word that's actually bad. Not in 2020, my dude. Uh, you can say fuck all you want, but you cannot use the anti-gay F word. And Tom did that not knowing they were on the on, on the air. So homophobia does not make me horny. No, no, we are big homophobia, <laughs> big anti-homophobia guys. <laughs> Tom's been cruising for a bruising for a long time anyway. So. Honestly, it's the greatest thing that's happened today. It really is. Like, I've been waiting for him to get fired for <laughs> years. And now he as someone... He sucks, dude. He's such a conceited prick. As someone who wants to go into that profession, like, this could not have happened. This could not be better. Like, this I can swoop in, get the sloppy seconds. Yeah, keep weeding out the scrubs, <laughs> dude. This is the, this is, this is the year of getting smoked out, 2020. It's a year of getting smoked out. And I, I'm talking to you, all of you anti-loans folks. Is we are coming to get you, man. Count. If you count. are not about the lunch, dude, Count's days are fucking numbered, bro. I, I I warned him. I don't make the rules. If you if you are not down with loans, you are out of Big East Twitter. Live, laugh, loans. That I, honestly, that's how we end. Tweet that's how we end. That, that's how we end every podcast. Tweet of the year. Live, laugh, loans. Live, laugh, loans. Remind me. All, All right. right. <laughs> so yeah, St. John's just gets old after a while. Um. So, but I have them at six because. 
last year, uh, there was there was a St. John's account before our first game that uh, tweeted that basically guaranteeing a win over Xavier. Like how one of the one of the players is just a leader, and if he plays like this, uh, like the game like the game before that, I'm guaranteeing a win against Xavier. Well, newsflash: win number ten in a row happened. Oh, and eleven. All right, oh, that, that was the 10th one. Okay, okay. Yeah, so win number 10 happened in a row. So it's been five years since St. John's has beaten us. That one felt pretty sweet. And then we went back, came back later on the season. A struggling Xavier team still beat St. John's. It just felt great. So St. John's, I loved beating you. You vaulted up in my teams that I love to beat. And how about the Deets chill out a little bit, all right? Uh, if you know, you know. All right, so in the five spot, I am looking at the Providence creepy mascots. And I wish I could put them higher, but the teams above them, I just can't move. Providence, number one, you just suck. And it's just so funny what UConn mm. has done like to the league because I was so indifferent on Providence before UConn came around. And the longer UConn's around, the more I'm on their side. <laughs> and the more I just hate Providence because they're just like – it's just like that fight of just like the smart, educated side versus just like – the fucking idiots. Like, I just always think of that, like, um, that Billy Madison part where it's Eric trying to get intel from the janitor, and the janitor's just like, Miss Lippy's car is it's blue. <laughs> oh, it was and, green, my bad. It was green. Billy likes Can to drink soda, and you're just like, what the fuck, Providence? Good fucking God. <laughs> and one, the dunk is crazy, so I can send 12,000 fucking angry fucking psyched up Providence fans home pissed off, I'm all for that. And then two, like just all their stupid bullshit. Like if you can just shut them out, shut them up. Like I'm just all for it because of their dumb fucking bullshit. If I hear about the fucking Big East semifinals one more fucking time, 2018 from a program was... that hasn't done anything since 1999, we still got the one seed. I'm gonna fucking lose my shit, man. So it is just really, really, really fun to beat the D-Gents up north uh, on uh, the peninsula, the road peninsula, uh, road, road peninsula. I always oh, keep remembering that. Like your your state is misnamed. Like, and you've really done nothing. So, Providence really has no room to ever talk about anything. Were they and, ever good? Um, I mean, that Ben Bentold, Chris Dunn team like Ryan we talked Gums. about, that was, Yeah, but I mean, like, it. even back in the day, I know they had, like, I think they made one Final Four, right? They had, like, one run. Yeah, something like that. But, like, were uh, they ever, like, sub- like sustained, like, were they ever, like, a sustained period of being good? I don't believe so. I mean, I know De- like they have less sustained periods than DePaul does. Apparently, the only good thing they've ever done is Dave Gatton. That's all they got going for them. I mean, they took Pete Gillen from us, and they always and then they did brag like a about little that. bit with them. I mean, of course, they didn't do anything until the Xavier coach came there. Right. I mean, that's it, the last thing you're welcome. Done. The last thing they've ever done is when they had a Xavier coach. And I mean, honestly, you can't like so they need us. They need us. Providence definitely does need us. Oh man! That was, whoa. A little bit of chills there. <laughs> a little chilly on the RBP. And Meyer Square Garden is... Dude, it's actually our first cold night, man. Like, it's actually kind of nice having sweatshirt weather for the first time. A sweatshirt and shorts. Let's get the bonfire was, going, baby. Honestly, bonfire, hot tub. Some gray like, sweatpants, bro. Let's get it popping. Oh, yeah. Bring Dick on print, fall, man. Bring, I, I love me some gray let's sweatpants. Let's do a fantasy football draft. Have some wings. Dude, let's do all the fall shit. Uh, oh, can we go pumpkin picking? Um, not yet, babe. Okay, all right. So we better get a picture on the hay on the hay bale. Obviously. <laughs> all right. So yes, um, you had you had Providence there. <laughs> back to back to our train of thought. 
It is the Jackass. Hour, this is the. Like, they should know. Yeah, you. So we're gonna yeah. go on some tangents. We told the serious people to log off a long time. Ago. Yeah, right. Like if you actually care about, you should have like, sold your stock a long time ago at John Rothstein. Play the hits. <laughs> Play the hits, baby. Honestly, I swear John Rothstein's a bot. He is a robot. Dude, he's literally a robot, bro. Like, and, like he keeps counting down the um the days to basketball, and like I swear it's like around the same time every day, and he has that stupid profile picture that just has this stupid look on his face. I swear, you are <laughs> not looks, a real person. He looks like a crazy person. Yeah. I legit- guarantee you, bro, he has all those like tweets, like the Art Lovely fucking quote and all that shit. I guarantee you he has those fucking programs that just go out at a certain time. I, like, I would not be shocked. There's no way he, in his every single morning, he types that shit out and tweets it. There's no way. Uh, he's got to have, like, templates. Got to. Or just, like, pants just, just co- copies and pastes. Because, like, the dude just does not stop working. There's no way he has time for that every dude, day. He's so serious, bro. I cannot handle it. Hey, honestly, I can't like, do it. I wonder what his home life's like. Because, I mean, I, I know he, uh, he's, like, about to get married. Like, how does this? Just movies and basketball. Bro. That's it. Like, movies and basketball. Bro. Like, Remember that episode of Spongebob where he, like, literally erases his entire fucking brain? Other Except than fucking, on fine dining and breathing? Other than fine dining. Like, it's literally Rothstein is movie quotes in college basketball. He's got <laughs> nothing else. So you ask him, what's your what, name? What, what's your name? Free name? throw? <laughs> fucking guy. Three point it's percentage? French. Buy stock now. <laughs> just He's got, like, his just sixth Rothsteinisms. God bless America. Uh, it, it does Hell get older for a while. I'm glad we got Hell in a Cell, though. Thank God. And we did. We we did get one. So He's I mean, that's because kind of... we're not going to be Hell in a Cell very long. We're recruiting differently now. Yeah, we're, we're not going to we're not going to be that big defense. Um, beat him defense. inside and really cruising for but a it bruising. Was, it was a good sign of respect, though, that we at least got some. Right, and I mean, we got some before UC, so that was kind of funny. They they got a little, they got a little butt hurt about that. That they did. Yeah, but I mean, they get butt hurt, butt hurt over ice it's cream. It's time for your fifth, right? My fifth, yes. My fifth, I got Seton Hall. I okay. because like I Jackson said, I, I have nothing, nothing against Seton Hall. We love Seton. Um, so I'm a I'm a big Seton Hall fan. They're probably yeah, my Seton second Hall, favorite uh, Big East team. So um, to DePaul. Yes, to DePaul because you know I'm a big Paul Polycap guy. Huge Paul Polycap guy. I, and he's one of my best friends. So imagine being hated by that guy. Must be fucking nice. God damn it, Polly, take me back. <laughs> Baby, come back. I made him so many friends at Wayfoot, dude. Honestly, I need to see these. Why don't I have any friendship braces, you jackass? <laughs> you're not Paul Polycap. <laughs> you're right. You're so right. You're like, what you're, I would do to be Paul Polycap so right now and like play for DePaul. Like, you're like Andy Anderson or something like that. Then we can talk. I think me and Paul Struggs are going to go up and see if we can uh, revive a friendship. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, just I'll, I'll change my name real quick. I mean, please. Like, I, and, I know, I mean, I'm tired of Cancelled Andy. But... <laughs> <laughs> you're the ghost of Cancelled Andy. <laughs> I'm not even a person. I know you're not. People know this. But yeah, Seton Hall, Sexton Hall. Talk to me about Sexton Hall. So I mean, not only do they have good sex, we know that. Very good. Sex very, very good they sex. Invented good sex in the biggies. That's so. Uh, so not they are the founders. Um. So they they really are the true founders, the founding fathers, um, uh, <laughs> the founding daddies of good sex in the Big East. Do you know your parents were holding? Dude. Didn't we talk about that at your birthday? Yes, we did. My parents are horny. My parents are horny. They brought they brought John and Janet into the horniness. Congrats on your parents having sex. Who said that? God it damn it! It was you, you fuck. Did I? No, I didn't say. 
I think it was me, bro. I think I think that was actually me. Can't confirm my parents had sex. Oh, that's right. <laughs> congrats on your parents having sex. God damn it, I, I Andy. Think we were doing, like congrats on the sex, but then we changed it to like congrats on your parents having sex. Oh, because they're like, um, oh yeah, but, like we're celebrating my birth, so you're like, congrats on your parents oh, having oh, sex. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, last week we talked about my aunt being horny and, as the blob, and to Andy and his and his, his direct and horny family. I mean, clearly, love to see it. Like, love to I see the Picarillo's horny. <laughs> Literally. Well, okay, back to sex at all. If I had it, that thing's being burned. <laughs> I'll release my own tape first. Next level. If, if if the Roll Blob podcast uh, gets gets canceled, uh, it's because one of the co-hosts had a release sex tape. Oh, it's fucking great. All right, so sex and hall. <laughs> All right, so they, they've just been a consistently good team. <laughs> Uh, they've just been a consistently good team. Like, it's always a good win. Like it's not like we right. like we have no really emotional. But now we have that roadkill rivalry. So beating we Seton Hall on the road might be like uh, that. A big win. I might be. I might have to split this up. So beating yeah. Seton Hall on the road yeah. is going to be more important because we want that roadkill trophy. But we also got to defend our home and not let them get it. Exactly. So we can't split the roadkills. So Seton Hall's like. Like they they've grown some emotion over the past year. The last couple of years, I, I feel like definitely. There's there's an emotional con- connection. Like, um, last year when we beat them, like that was that was our biggest win of the year. I, I was I was super stoked, even though I couldn't watch it because you know I had to like coach seventh graders because they schedule oh. games in the middle of Xavier games. <laughs> so you get for coaching with the UC fan, but imagine actually doing something in society. I meant like contributing to the young minds of tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. uh, imagine doing that when you could just sit there and tweet bullshit. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I did tweet bullshit. <laughs> All right, who's your fourth? So before I get to my fourth, you made me think of a uh, of a new topic for next week, maybe. Okay. Down the line. So Seton Hall has probably come up about as much as anybody since the New Big East formed. Like the New Big East has been as good for Seton Hall as about as much as anyone. You know like, how much they've gotten better since the New Big East formed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think it'd be interesting to do, like, a ranking of, like, how the New Big East has helped or hurt each team. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's leveled up the most since realignment? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like I, who's kind of who's kind of grown the most? Yeah, I mean, who, who's leveled up the most since realignment? I think I'd be a good top. And who, who it's hurt? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Seton Hall would probably be near the top. They've, they've leveled up a lot. Because like, like. Like, they started out in the um, – like, at the beginning of the New Big East, they were kind of toward the bottom. Like they, they were never really a thought. Like uh, people kind of forgot that Seton Hall was a basketball program. Yeah, it was. Crazy. Like I didn't even know they had fans for a while. Yeah. It was like Nova and Creighton. Yeah, like Dougie in the buckets. Yeah, and, and honestly, without without Dougie, Creighton Creighton might have been. We could even do a trip down memory lane, like the first couple of years of the Big East. It was different back then, man. It was big different. Georgetown used to be competitive. <laughs> Georgetown was a team. DSR was a dog, dude. And then, uh, I mean, uh, you know who uh, our first Big East opponent was? Do you remember that? I don't. Our first Big East opponent was um, St. John's. <laughs> Jalen Reynolds won. was going up against God's Gift to Chua. <laughs> and Sir Dominic Pointer. God damn, that's a throwback. Throwback, that baby. Long. I was at that game. Jalen Reynolds played for us the first year we were in the Big East. Freshman Reynolds. Oh Freshman Reynolds. God. Yep, um, Samaje, Jalen. Yeah, I remember Samaje um, was carrying yeah. us. 
Yes. Jalen really wasn't that – he wasn't very developed yet. He was just a dunker and a head case. He was really raw. He was really, really raw. Samaje, hairy Pistons. Fuck. I thought that'd be a cool topic. Uh, I actually like that idea. Yeah, I think that'd be a cool topic. Who's who's leveled up and leveled down the most? But (laughs) speaking of leveling down, (laughs) my number four is Georgetown. (laughs) 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 That couldn't have been any more perfect. Good segue. Georgetown just fucking sucks, dude. Like, so literally up until about two years ago, they were the most, like, meh team to play. Even more meh than Marquette. Just because you go on the road and there's no one there. I feel like they don't even care about winning. They just, like, don't give a shit. Like, if it's not, like, the 1980s, they don't want to even talk about it. But, like, now I'm just, like, sick of it. I don't even know what exactly happened. I think a couple Georgetown fans talked shit to me. And I think I just got pissed off one day just realizing, like, how many, it's, it's like that rich kid that, like, has, like, a rich dad and, like, a great family and all these advantages and he doesn't do shit with it. You know what I'm saying? That's what Georgetown is to me. He just relies on his trust fund. Yeah. He, like, relies like, on the success of the past. The toilet and just, like, not doing fucking anything while you're fucking working your dick off through school, like, busting your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that kid. Fuck you, Preston, you piece of fucking shit. Like, Georgetown. Oh, your, your dude was named Preston? <laughs> I had a couple of Prestons at school, yeah. Two, yeah, and, I mean, Preston. I went to a rich kid's school. I was the poorest kid in the, in the entire school. Oh boy. Uh, so, but there were like there were some. There was a girl with a twelve car garage, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some garbage? massive houses. Uh, like one of one of my classmates, uh, he bought Boomer Esiason's house and added to it. Wow. Yes. That's so, and not like that. And like so, there there were right. Well. Um, but like, luckily, like those were the kids that weren't really—they didn't really flaunt their, um, they didn't really throw their parents' wealth in their into their, in uh, in, into the faces. That's but cool. my point, my point of bringing all that up is, I know all about those Prestons. Like, all I went to school with a ton of them. Mine literally wore a pink collared shirt with the collar obviously popped. Fucking hated that kid. Who pops their collar anymore? I mean, it was is like this two thousand eight? It was like in middle school. So oh, was, okay. So when the song "Pop in My Collar" was it, out, it was that time. But it was even still though, like when you're a white kid named Preston and you're a fucking douche canoe to begin with, just not a good look. No, not not a, not a good look at all. But that's what, that's just Georgetown. To me. Like you don't deserve to be good. And I really enjoy just kicking the shit out of a team that thinks they're still nineteen eighties Hoyle parents. Like you don't work. You don't work for your. I mean, you don't work for your nice things. Dude, they were handed you. have all the gifts in the world, bro. The money, it's a bigger school. Like, it's actually not that much bigger school, but they've got all the money in the world. The Jordan thing. You see the facilities? Their facilities are wild, too, dude. They have, like, this whole wall of, like, all these lit up, like, Jordan shoes. Like, one through, like, 20-whatever-the-fuck with Georgetown shit. You've got all this alumni network. Like, Patrick Ewing's your fucking head coach. Like, there's no fucking excuse at all for Georgetown to not be the second-best brand in the Big East. And there's really no excuse for their fans not to care. The best brand in the Big East, honestly. But Nova's Nova's become a a blue blood. But like, if you could rewind to when the Big East started, there was really no excuse for them not to take the mantle. Like they had way more going for them than probably anyone at that time, at least brand wise. Like, because I mean, they've they've been a much better brand than Nova has in the like dating back to the eighties. Way more recognizable than Nova. Yes, five years ago. Because, like, even, like, before they started going on their real run, I mean, Nova was always, Nova they've was always been good. good but they've never been bad even since realignment. But they weren't, like, one of the mainstays in the old days. 
like they had some good years. Don't get me wrong. Like I remember Scotty Reynolds year there. Like that, that's good. when I th- when I thought of Villanova before before their run here, yep. I thought of Scotty Reynolds. I was thinking of like that. They had that dude Cunningham who was really good. Dante Cunningham was yeah. a good player. Like they had some good dudes, and they had a couple really good seasons. I think they got like a two seed that year. But like I would, but in my head, they were getting like a really good season, like one out of every like four or five years. Right. You know? I mean, they were kind of like you know Providence. Well, Providence has good seasons one out of twenty five. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about good regular seasons. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. good regular but seasons. But I think they would be the Elite Eight that year with Scotty Reynolds. Okay. But, like, yeah. I th- but like Nova was, like, on the come-up, and they were having some good seasons coming into the new Big East. But, like, they weren't, in my mind, like, one of the mainstay Big East players. No, I mean, it, it was a recognizable name. Was. In my mind, Georgetown was one of the one of the big Big East brands. Especially, like, the Syracuse rivalry was probably the biggest rivalry in the conference. Like to me, they were one of the big. Like they're, they're supposed to like the the tough guys, the the grit, the like the grittiest they were ones one of the in the Big, big East. And, and they were they were only a few years removed from Otto Porter, Roy Hibbert, like good teams, like two seed caliber teams. Yeah, I mean, that, that that was what like 2012? 11, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was in high school. 13, 14. Like like, they, that was my senior year of high school. Like, like JT. It's they, JT. They, were, they were a two-seed. Um, I know they were a two-seed in 2012-2013 when they got wrecked insane. by um, FGCU. It's insane, bro. Like, Honestly, my money at that time might have been on them. To, like, be, to be the class? To be the, the class East. of the East, yeah. I mean, they were they were the top team those, those years. Right. And I, I think coming in, you could probably tell that Nova had been playing a little bit better basketball, you know, coming in. But you just thought of, like, the rebirth of a new conference, you know? Like, look at Seton Hall. Look at Xavier. Like, I feel like they've gotten complete rebirth as programs, you know? Oh, we, we, got a, we got kind of a new beginning. Exactly. It's like, um, all right, was, we were kind of brought in as, like, this this program that we're on the up. They have some high potential. Really, Let's give them a shot. It's good. Yeah. It's not like we hadn't been doing anything. Right. And, like, they, they, just, they saw the potential. We're going to Elite Eights and yeah. having great regular seasons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what, like, they, they saw this potential. We just, need, we just didn't really have it consistent. So it wasn't like we were going to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight every year. So it's like this team has high potential. Let's see what a big name conference can yeah, do for these guys. And playing up. big, um, big yeah. time competition yeah, and playing at Madison Square that. Garden. I think we've absolutely filled those shoes. We we have and we, we, than everyone but Villanova. Yeah, like, <laughs> but we didn't have the expectations Villanova. Yeah, I we 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 have the second most wins in uh, since re, in the Big East since realignment. Easily um, and the we, second best team in the tournament. Oh God, yeah. I mean, obviously, not the first. No one will ever say no, that. But close. we're the, we're the only one that's gone, like we, like I, that's gone on runs. Butler went to one sweet sixteen, yeah, and that's not that's that's not a really even like a run. Like, that's that, that's a Two good wins. that's a, that's a success. Yeah, that's, that's a, a success. A great, yeah, like awesome. you were, like you had a great season. You made it to the sweet sixteen. Yeah, it's like, great. I know everybody talks about like final fours and stuff. I mean, if you're like final four is elite. Final that is absolutely is elite. Is yeah. Like that is an incredible season. Everything. If you make it to the final four, then you have zero to be mad about, unless you completely fuck yourself. Three hundred sixty. Yes, you did. You did pretty like, well. But you know, it's not far off. Sixteen of three hundred sixty. Like yeah. that's a really good season. Sure. So like that. That's a success. But it's not exactly a run. It's just crazy that only one other Big East team has made the second fucking round. And like we're the deepest conference in basketball. There's been so many good teams. Like dude. step it up, y'all. We cannot carry everything, like, especially when we go through co- coaching changes. Of the Seton Hall, Providence, Marquette, even Georgetown in the beginning. Crazy. Like the, the old, the old so, Big the East teams. We need one crazy. of those. The one that gets me is crazy. They've had a bunch of good teams. They've had so much talent. 
but um, like, again, they, they still have the name Creighton. Both didn't make it. I know. Those dude, like, I, dude, I love Marcus Foster as a player. I thought Marcus Foster was an absolute dog. He was so fucking good, dude. Marcus Foster was my fucking boy. Like, I thought, I thought that I hated playing against him. I, me too, dude. He was a beast. I remember him and Trayvon Blewett exchanging buckets Trayvon's junior year. And that, that, that was the year that, uh, I mean, that was the Elite Eight year. We need to beat eight, Creighton. Yeah, like, they were the last team we lost uh, to. Yeah. yeah. And we need, like, it was, that was such a good game. That was a good game. And, like, um, and did Marcus Foster come down and hit a clutch three to ice yeah, it? Because Trey got one. Like, Trey, yeah. Trey got one to tie it. Trey got it. And then immediately like after, Marcus Foster, Foster decided to rip my dick off. Foster buried it. Luckily, we had beaten Butler to get into the tournament, but goddamn. Yeah, right. Foster's a fucking stud. But yeah, that's why I've got them at four because they fucking they just don't deserve to be good, and I enjoy kicking the shit out of them all the time. And that was Georgetown. Georgetown. We started talking about everything there. Yeah, we went off. Yeah. So honestly, um, to continue the Marcus Foster talk, Creighton is my number four, right. and the reason I have Creighton up that high is one, they're a great team right now. Like they've been a really, really good team, a really, really good win for the past three, four years, but. Going back to our OVC versus A10 days, yep. like we could not beat them for some reason. Yeah, like we would, like we would go out there, we'd put up a great fight against Duke. We'd beat teams that we really shouldn't be beating. Yep, but we cannot beat this little mid major from the OVC named Creighton. Except at all, it's that one time with Biggie's legend. At one time with Biggie's legend, that was, that was such a great game. Dog. Oh my! Like Corver could not miss. If that game goes into overtime. They win by like twenty. Corver was on. Fire. He was like he literally would not miss. Corver was ridiculous, dude. I right, so like, he just ran out of time. That's it. It was just a race against time. He ran yeah, out of it. He's had a too big lead. And I mean, you know, David West, the the goat of college basketball, he dude, like man. he got it done. So that that was like watching those highlights. It still brings me chills. I'm still impressed with Corver there. Dude, still impressed. Disgusting, I think he hit like. Four in the last two minutes. <laughs> and, like, and he, they were with this. Yard. He hit him blind too. From oh, I know, he hit him absolutely blind. He was chucking it up, baby. He just muscle memory. Dude's a freak. <laughs> Dude, he really was a freak. Like I, I, I imagine like just, those were shots I wouldn't even take. Bleached hair. And he was just making them. Like and no it, doubt. It's just so. It shows how old it is. Like that was like cool back then. Like that bleached hair. You know, oh my god! Like that having um, hair sun. was so fucking bright, dude. It was like so the funny. the boy band, um, yeah, Aaron Carter. Yeah. I mean, that was cool, bro. Like like bleaching like the top of your head was cool. Like weird Those, times. we need to bring that back. Weird fucking time. You, you want to bring that back? Yeah. Bleach hair. All right, we're we're bringing it back. We're bringing the yep. we're bringing the boy band look back for the boxing match. For the boxing match, let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's fucking go. Biggie's Biggie's boxing match. Ready for the three spot? <laughs> Ready for the three spot. The three spot, I got them dogs. The dogs from fucking Hinkle fucking Barnhouse. It's just fun to be Butler. I mean, because we know why they're degenerate pieces of shit from the fucking yeah. barn. It's, it's always good to have one outcast in a conference. I, I believe it's established that they are in. Like, they I just outcast. feel like no one likes them. If there was one AAC school that's, like, in disguise in the Big East, it's Butler. <laughs> like, they are just the AAC-ish school that we, that we fucking have. Like, it's just, they're, like... For, like I just see like their fan base like liking all of Donald Trump's tweets. Like they're just like a they're AAC man. Like they are literally like the coronavirus is a hoax. Like that's just who they are. You know, out in the middle of nowhere, you're driving through cornfields to get to the fucking barn house. 
They, they yeah. think they know everything. They think they're smarter than everything. They see themselves as above everyone. That's the perfect sign that you're an idiot. If you if you think you're the smartest guy in the room, you're probably the dumbest. That, like if you don't know who the dumbest guy in the room is, it's probably, it's probably you. you. Yeah, oh shit! That's, that's literally Butler. Wait, I'm not the dumbest guy in the room. There's no way. Who is the dumbest guy in the room? Andy, that's all. It's not oh, Andy. Shit. All we'll, right. We'll talk, we'll talk offline. I don't <laughs> want to do that here. But we'll do it for our prelims before the fight. Andy's getting the talk next <laughs> uh, next podcast. Knocked out ghost of Andy fucking thick. Um, but, dude, it's just fun to be bothered, man. Because, like, they just talk all this shit. They're, they don't know how to operate a fucking clock. They're pieces of garbage. Like, do we really need more reasons? And they, they got a once-in-a-lifetime coach, and they think they're an elite program. That, like, you just got a once-in-a-lifetime coach, and then you went back to what you are, and that's just a fucking whatever. Right, and I have Butler at three at well, as well. Um, and, I don't, in well, I don't, I don't want the job that's in a well. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what? <laughs> I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Always good for an off. New app, new applications. We need you. <laughs> just for both of us. Just two completely new dudes. <laughs> just someone take over. This is exactly. bullshit. I don't want to fucking do this Hopefully anymore. <laughs> oh, JP and loans. The new Roblox. Oh, no dude, new Roblox. Honestly, sick. Or the Sex and Hall podcast. Oh, the Sex and Hall podcast. That'd be. Sick. I see you literally hit puberty while saying sex and hall. I mean, I was horny, man. Oh, man. I know. I'm like a horny little 12-year-old. 12-year-old! <laughs> uh, but uh, another, another not, you said that if, as, we, as if we had more reason to hate Butler, um, they are the only arena where we can have rain delays. <laughs> like, I swear that arena looks like it's from the uh, fucking 60s. I, mean, it, I feel like Hoosiers was shot there. it literally is, dude. I, 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 it looks it looks like a high school gym I played in. I know it's wild. Like if it wasn't so like wide and with the, with the stands, like it's like sacred ground. Dude. It's not a me- it's not like it's the mecca. They think it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Man, it's like special to play at Hinkle Fieldhouse. It's really not. It's called a fieldhouse. <laughs> I'd rather play at Men's Warehouse. I remember when Xavier was in nineteen twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, remember Cincinnati Gardens Schmidt Fieldhouse? We had a fieldhouse once we upgraded. Bro, Hinkle Fieldhouse was built in nineteen twenty eight. Oh my god. It was named Butler Fieldhouse from 1928 until 1960. Honestly, Tinkle Fieldhouse was like an upgrade. Holy fucking shit, dude. Kind of surprising it's still up there, though. Like, Well, bunch, no wonder bunch, it can rain. A bunch of hicks threw together a barn in 1928. I'm actually kind of surprised with structural integrity, to be honest with you. Like, it, it look, honestly, it looks very damn good for 100 years old. It really, really does. I so honestly, props to you, Butler, for keeping up a piece of shit for a hundred years. <laughs> fucking Butler. But also, fuck you, Butler. <laughs> Always fucking Like, Butler. you have guys like COVID Butler out there. I'd really bring God, him up a lot. He's and just classic Butler, dude. He is, but he's the Butler inbred. Like, the only thing good about Butler is they gave us Lucas. That's it? Like, that's it. Like, I mean, he's like, he's well worth the follow, well worth the talk to. Dude, he's like, fucking he's awesome. awesome. he's not from there. That's he's not, he's not a true Butler inbred. No, he's not one of them. I said, anyone that was, that isn't an idiot, is smart enough to fucking leave. Right, they just get the hell out of Butler. And he did. Props to you, Lucas. If you're listening to this by, like, the 1% chance, we love you. We love you, Lucas. You're the only good thing to come out of Butler. And Steele. <laughs> Yes, yeah, like another like their own alumni would rather 
coach against them <laughs> twice a year. Dude, Thad Mata, bro, was a fucking a love of Butler. Coached for one season, then darts to X. One season, then I'm out. And they give us shit for our alumni leaving. They le- like our their alumni leave to go play against them. <laughs> I know, fucking idiots. Imagine being a Butler fan. I could could not be me. Could not. And I actually know. I actually went to school with a diehard Butler fan, and another dude I w- used to work with. He used to be a diehard X fan. He was like, we talked about Xavier basketball through the entire sh- shift. He went from Xavier to Butler, and he decided to go to Butler for college. Nice, I was nice. like, I looked at him like, what the f-? like? It's the same school. Couldn't get into X. Uh, I guess not. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I guess not. Imagine getting a fourteen on your ACT. Wait, I did. <laughs> In the seventh grade. That's why we're here. <laughs> Alright, bro. Who's your number two? Number two. Fuck you, UConn! Man, this yeah. is getting easy. You gotta go with really? fucking UConn, man. And this is like an up, an, a tear up, dude. Like, these games are gonna be fucking crazy. Especially with the fact that we had such an emotional, such an intense game exactly. in, in Charleston. Dude, like, we have that to build off of. Just set the fucking tone, dude. Like, these games are going to be fucking incredible, man. Like, especially just Twitter's going to be fucking popping, bro. And you know whoever takes the L is going to hear about it for, like... Until the next game. Literally. Don't get swept. I said, do not get swept. Can you imagine a three-feet losing the Big East tournament, too? Oh, my God. Like, we might have to delete our accounts if that were to to happen. I'd have to run, bro. I I would be off of Twitter. Uh, You would honestly, like... Because, you know, know, you're going to get in some bets. You are going to have to do something. I'm going to have to do something. Uh, like, I might have to burn my fucking AAC UConn sweatshirt, which I do not want to do. <laughs> I'm trying to keep, make that a keepsake for a long time. You gotta get it framed, man. I literally have to, dude. Literally fucking have to. That is gonna be in my fucking man cave. UConn oh, <laughs> AAC. I hope it's my lucky charm, dude. I fucking swear. I'm wearing it to every UConn game I ever get to. Wait, so you're gonna wear um, UConn stuff to the... It's okay. this I'm wearing my Make This Free Throw Ho shirt. Because <laughs> of because of Scott Perel, make this free throw. Print the Oh my god! And please, please have free throws profile picture on that. <laughs> fuck free throw. Yeah, fuck you, free throw. <laughs> yeah, you're, you got the sixty nine cents, you bitch. God, he's such a bitch. I can't believe he fucking did that shit. Probably <laughs> fucking burner that to pay his bitch ass sixty nine cents. Right, here's another thing we should do. We should do a top ten worst. Big East Twitter accounts. Oh, that, that's got to be in there. Easily. That's got to be in there. Ovid Butler, dude. There's a lot of candidates. Right. Honestly, we'll, 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 we got to do um, top 11 because we got to ha- um, have a... One for every school. One for every school. Well, I think multiple schools are going to have multiple. So top 15. Okay. Top 15. Top 15. No, just start listing off bad Twitter we'll accounts. Uh, we'll, we'll have an honorable mention in there, too. <laughs> uh, so so, two is easily UConn, and if you want to expand on that, by, by all means. You know, because two, my, my number two is also UConn. I, I think we agree on that easily. Because uh, UConn and two are just going to be synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, they're going to be the second best team in the Xavier ba- Xavier UConn rivalry. Exactly. And like, I mean, their shit talk is so much fun, and yeah, like, they're, they're so good at it. Like, beating them and making them eat shit is just going to be so delicious. Because you know, no escalators is going to go on like a five tweet where he uses every single character rampage before the Xavier game. And then just to like watch them lose after all that is gonna be fucking good. Like uh, honestly, like that because we were both like very average teams the past year, and that game was a was fucking electric. Knowing that we're gonna face each other twice a year, possibly even three times a year, for the next foreseeable future. Exactly. 
Like Dude, we I, I we needed that, that win. We needed that win badly, or else we were gonna God. hear about it. Thanks, fucking. They would have played their elitist bullshit on us all the fucking time if we had lost that game. <laughs> their their elitist bullshit. Yeah, like they just think they're they think they're like the best thing since fucking like it, it's doggy like style. Dope here. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, since doggy style. Best thing since doggy well style. Well played. Thank you very much. Yeah, UConn, UConn wins are going to be fucking incredible. Oh, and, and they're going to mean so much just because, like, of how of how much they talk and how like how much we interact with them. Exactly. Like, cause, and honestly, like, throughout the the Xavier UConn talk has kind of like 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 we said, it kind of revived Big East Twitter. Yeah. It, like, it really just introduced it us. Big East Twitter. It, it really I, did. I think every single fan base was doing their own thing. And like except it kind of brought like, it all together, like, made us realize, oh, there are other teams here. Yeah, but I think it unified us a little bit. It did, and like, cause and they came in with a vengeance, and like they just they think they're gonna be so fucking good, and they're not. Like they're gonna be good at some point. If, like in two years, absolutely. But twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, they are not gonna be number two. They're gonna be only thing gonna be number two in is the Xavier UConn game, and in my rankings of teams I want to be. Fuck you, UConn. Fuck you, UConn. You want to talk to number one real quick? I think we all know who in it three, is. Three, two, one. Villanova. Vanilla Ova. Vanilla Ova. All whites. <laughs> they, they recruit the same point guard every oh single year. Oh, my God. Angelo, what's his face? Uh, the, the, <laughs> another Italian. Let's go get another white Italian point guard. Like you got um, yeah, Brian Archidiacono, Colin Gillespie. Like, got no type. <laughs> okay, Jay Wright. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no type J right in this bitch. It just like you just basically recruits three triplets. Gillespie, <laughs> fucking Gillespie, Divincenzo, Archer Diacono, Angelo, fucking Italian ass. <laughs> I ain't got no type. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I believe that when I see it. Yeah, yeah and I, and my type isn't crazy bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like anyone's believing that shit. Right. I I, I could uh, I I could go around and tell all my friends that I don't I don't I'm not into crazy people. I don't I'm not attracted to crazy bitches, you, you and they'll just smack crazy. me in the face. You like do you realize crazy. all the shit you've been through? You fucking love crazy you piece of shit. <laughs> It's like that Hunter Hayes song. I want crazy. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I want to beat the fuck out of Villanova. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're fucking talking. Talk to me about why it's nice to be Villanova. Andy. I mean, it's just because we never do it. Like, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> like, it's so rare. And, like, obviously, they're just the class of the Big East right now. And, like, they've... Yeah, they put the class in the class of the Big East. <laughs> like, they... Like... And it's, not, it's nice to actually be a good competitive program... When Jay Wright tweets that, it's actually like nice that it's actually true. Yeah, we didn't like get beat by forty. Team in the country and lose by fifty. Yeah, like nah, it's dude. like even our best teams would get wrecked <laughs> we'd by Villanova. Like, we'd be like number six in the country and lose by thirty. And like, I have no words. I just have no words. I remember that game. Archie Diakonu could not fucking miss. Dude, it's insane. They shot fifty-five percent from three in the first half. <laughs> we lost by twenty. We got it's, run out of there. It's wild because like. Don't get me wrong, like they're they're beating other teams, but like I would see them like in a game with DePaul, and they're like up four with like five yeah. minutes left, and like they'll play us and have twenty five points in the first four minutes, and, like, and oh. I'm like, what the flying fuck is going on? And uh, th- there was one year, um, and they're contested. Like we had good athletic defensive team. Yeah, uh, like we had that one three one on them, uh, and that, for a little bit, there was nothing you could do. No, like. 
we 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 played great help side defense, and they still shot. They were shooting. Um, when, it was the it was JP senior year. It was JP senior year. Villanova was shooting sixty two percent from three in the first half. It's just ridiculous. And like they had guys in their face. I remember saying that was great defense. There's no way that's going in, and it just fucking does. Unless you block it. Like Nothing my my do. heart just stopped every time I saw them throw up a shot. Those teams were loaded, bro. And like Macau Bridges, Denzo, Bridges, Brunson. Brunson is one of the best college players like I've ever seen. Brunson was just it annoyed an incredible me. college player. And, and then, then you get, they go from Josh Hart to um, Josh Hart. God damn, they were loaded. I, Fuck. Dude, I, they get, the they go from National Player of the Year to National Player of the Year. Where did Eric Pascal come from? Like Fordham? I have no idea. I think he came from Fordham, bro. Like legit Fordham. I remember it being an A10 school. Oh, Big East school. There were no A10 schools. <laughs> there were no A10 schools like that when I was in the fucking. We were playing the A10. Uh, okay. I mean, George Washington and St. Joe's. By the way, put Fordham in the Big East, but moving on. <laughs> but moving on. No, but, uh, Take Georgetown out. George, Georgetown and Butler, Fordham, and for Fordham and Rhode Island, um, Rhode Island, yeah, yeah, Road Peninsula. Yeah, we'll take out take out Friartown and put in Rhode Island. Ooh, ooh, there's an idea. Yeah, okay, yeah. all in favor. All right, first person to uh, first person to tweet at us. Uh, uh, what are we giving away now? Sixty nine cents. Sixty nine cents <laughs> and the fact that you're gonna get sixty nine cents from both of us. The first person to tweet at us put Road Peninsula. In over Providence, you're getting sixty nine cents from each of us. So that's a grand total of over a dollar. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll throw it in there. Jeez, we're giving out some coin tonight. Bro. And we're giving up our jobs and <laughs> and sixty nine cents exactly, each. Exactly, bro. We're high rolling, boy. So I mean, we know it's gonna be JP. So JP just tweet us, tweeted us. It was, it was a close race last time. Dude, we had a couple of fucking yeah. defenders last time. Yeah, DJ uh, Derry was right in there. DJ Derry, I, I honestly, I'm giving it to him. He deserved the win. Uh, he did because, like, you know, internet could have been slow. If anyone would have done it, that they deserved the win. Honestly, yeah. If you listen to that, it was a photo finish, man. It was, within 15 seconds. That's impressive. That's honestly pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> he deserved the win for sure. And like, I'll take. I'll, I'll take 65 from three. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Villanova. Fucking Villanova. I just never want to hear again how good my team is from Jay Wright when I lose by 25. Uh, I we, never we, want to hear that for the rest of my entire fucking life. And the the only way to do that is it is just beat them. Exactly. And that's why, like, beating Villanova so, is just so fucking delicious for that reason. Stripe suit, bro. You guys shut his ass up. That's all yeah. you can fucking do. And ma- make him unslick his hair. Dude. Like, I, He's I a great coach. I do honestly low-key admire that fucking program. That's what I want to be. Who wouldn't? But... Fuck if they're not fucking annoying. It's annoying because they're always good. And, it's annoying and they, they keep we, recruiting studs now. It's just annoying, too, that, like, they're of course they're great. Well, we know this. But, like, when they play us, they're just unbeatable. Yeah, like, they, they will I, lose to St. John's, who ha, who was winless on the year, like, in the Big East. Yeah. On, on the year. They, like, they were St. John's first Big East win. And then they'd go out and beat us by 40. And we were a one seed. And, like, we're, like, coming off, like, ten straight wins. Yeah, we'll be hot as hell, and I'm still scared for the Villanova we'll game. We'll be, like, 95 winning percentage at home for the last, like, two years and lose by 20 to those dudes. It's insane, bro. I can't fucking stand it, man. Yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. Like, it, that's why it was so nice to see them, like, kick the shit out of Oklahoma in the Final Four. Remember they beat Buddy Heald by, like, 35? And they ran that shit. And then they played Kansas one year in the Final Four, or maybe it was the Elite Eight or something like that. 
and they just destroyed Kansas. As like who was a one seed, I think. I, I, ran him out of the fucking. I think that was the year DiVincenzo got uh, MVP. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah like, in the last game. Uh, when they beat Michigan in the final. Yeah. That, like that was never going to be a game. God no, it was no never going to no be chance. a game. They won the final after they beat Kansas. Oh God, yeah. Like that. That that was the championship. Honestly, I wasn't even really. That was probably the national championship game I was the least invested into. I know. Just because I knew Nova was going to win. The it. North Carolina one was fucking. Oh I, I ran around my house. Good. Lord. I ran around my house. Not not even gonna lie. I, I was so excited when the, um when Jenkins hit that one. Like the, the the shot that's gonna go for, the most forgotten shot is gonna be uh, Marcus Page's just heave. Oh like he like he God. like lost it in midair then just threw it up there. I remember seeing that shit. I was low-key rooting for Villanova because it was huge for the conference. I was high-key rooting for Villanova. And too, just the validation of like yeah, these guys are good. Because I'm just, like, we, we lose them all the fucking time. I want them to prove they're actually fucking good instead of being amazing and then losing in the second fucking round. Right. And, like, uh, and between their two championships, they did that. Exactly. Oh, without question. They won two out of three. And, they're I... fucking incredible. Um, but, yeah, man, it was just cool validation to see the Big East win one, the new Big East. That was a really cool for the fucking conference, man. Yeah, like, especially in a year that, I mean, we beat them. So, exactly. and like, not even saying like, uh, as like an, an accolade, like we beat the national champion, like pra- praise us. But like, you know, it was kind of like the validation that, you know, we're here. Like the, the new Big East is legit. It's not watered down. Like right. it's, it's just completely different and we're going to be great in different ways. Like we still push out contenders. We just got to, we just got to show it a little more in the tournament. And I guess my thought was too, it's like, man, if Nova can do it, we can do it. For sure, because we we were right up there with Villanova we that won year. Won the conference over them, yeah. bro. And like we kicked their ass at home that one year. Yeah, so it's not like they're unreachable. No, like, we are very capable of putting that. And they do it the same way. Like they they don't recruit. Like now they're getting the getting the five stars, but, but they do not recruit one and duns. Exactly. They they re- they're recruiting in the same way they're, we are, and they're just developing them and co- and coaching them up. We can do that. They're a program you can emulate, one hundred percent. Yes, they they've built a blueprint that's not like you have to be Kentucky. Right, like, and we are never going to be Kentucky, and I don't want to be Kentucky. No. I don't want to. I don't want to recruit the uh, recruit guys that are not going to be there. To the be next honest, year. I'd kind of like to have John Wall, but I, I hear what you're saying. Obviously, <laughs> um, but John Wall made an elite eight. So did Quentin Gooden. Anthony Davis. I'd I'd take that. <laughs> well, like we talked about um, last week, you need seniors to win win championships. Yeah. So, and like I like the fact that we recruit high level top one hundred kids. And develop them. They're going to be here three, four years. You have to know what you are, and I think that Xavier and Nova both know what the fuck we, we are. We do, and we know like we know that we can win this it's way. Also cool, it's just not going to be flashy. Like, there's times where I feel like we are just like arms reach, bro. Like we are right there with Villanova. You know, like had Chris Mack not left, we might still be like right there with. And him. actually recruited a 2018 class. Yeah, and actually brought in the fucking class, not fucked over steel. Yeah. But it's like, bro, like. Like, I feel like if you're punching at those guys, like, you have a chance to beat anybody. You know, like, that's the team you're punching at. It's like, in the A-10, there was just nowhere to go but down. Right, like, because we were the team. But, like, here, it's like, I feel like... And, like, it's not like we were that team, and it's not like we were the class of the conference and winning championships. Exactly, but it's like, if you can beat those guys, you can beat anybody. I think that's kind of a cool feeling. It it really is, and, like, when you finally do get it done, like, it feels fucking great. Like, the two times it happened, I, I, I smiled for hours. Yeah, you like I, I I completely ignored the girlfriend I had at the time. I, wow. I watched it in her room and just ignored her because um, we had number five Xavier playing number three Villanova. I'm like I'm not talking to you. And then we beat her and I beat him and 
I just went fucking crazy. Just went ran around her apartment. Dude, those matchups, like that three-year stretch that we were in the top ten almost the entire time, and they were what they were, it was like a top ten or top five matchup, I feel like, every single time. Yes. Those yeah. were fucking crazy, bro. I, like, so much emotion. Like, that place was loud. Like, the Centos Center gets so loud for Villanova. I actually think it might be a better environment than Crosstown Shootout. That's what I'm hearing. Like, I love... I've been in the last five years. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Like it has been wild. Like I was at the one where we where we um, beat them at home with um, during Steel's first year. I was at that game. Man, that that win was it was standing room only. I was in the top row, and I just pretty much every shot I ran out into the aisle and uh, and just like screamed. That's I was so, so pumped, and it was, it was loud. Wild, like that's so hype. You missed out on a lot, bro. Good to be back. Got it. I'm glad to have you back. Anything we need else to get. You got man. I think um, I'm ready to put a bow on it. If you are, I think we pretty much covered it. I, I think we have one thing one I do want to say is we want you to kind of interact with us. Um, like tomorrow morning, I uh, guess this morning after Thursday we, morning. Uh, so a couple hours after we post this, I'm gonna put out uh, a tweet listing both of our um top ten teams to beat. We want to hear yours. So, respond to that tweet. We want to create a thread of everybody's favorite Big East teams to beat. You can throw Y in there, but we just want to see the list. So, put that, put that, I'm going to put that out there. I got one more thing real quick. I wanted to just shout out the Black Lives Matter patch for the Big East. Oh, yes. Yeah, we did talk about that. We didn't want to throw this in there. Best conference in basketball, man. Really fucking cool. Honestly, that, like, that just shows that we're here for the movement. The Big East is has every bit of support. And I love the quote. We don't see Black Lives Matter as an organiz- a political organization or an ideology, but just a fact. Yeah. Black lives matter, and it's it's crazy that it's gotten to this point where we have to like fucking state state that. Say it, yeah. We should not have to say it, and we honestly shouldn't have to have patches to remind everybody. But whatever it takes to, to bring awareness, we are getting we're we're continuing to push that message across, and cool as a conference, we're going to have that. Like to to have that on national television every single game, it's it's huge for that movement. And honestly, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I'm very glad that we were the one that our conference was the ones to step up and do it first. It just makes you proud to be a part of the league, man. It really is. Like we you know we we have our head in the right place. We know things are bigger than basketball. Like we're going to use the platform. Too. Eleven out of eleven schools unanimous vote. Yes, yes. No one was against it. And no I think one. That's wanted... Cool thing about the Big East Conference, I feel like as a whole, the ideologies. And everyone's got their own little flavor, but I feel like the ideologies as a whole are on point in the entire conference. Yeah, like uh, we know that basketball isn't everything. Although we eat, sleep, breathe, live basketball, sure. live, laugh, basketball loans, and <laughs> uh, but we know that there are many bigger things out there, and we need to use the platform, and we should not stick to sports. I I, ha- I hate seeing that word, like seeing that sentence out there. Yeah, no, you have yeah, you have a platform. Use it, 100%. and it's not like they're out there like getting like it, it's a patch. It is like they're not changing the game at all. They're just putting a message out there while they show their talent and put great basketball product out there for the culture, baby. For the culture. For the culture. Anything else you got, man? Uh, that is it. All right, uh, we are signing off, brother. Live, laugh, loans, my dudes. Stay horny, my friends. Stay horny.